Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back, everyone. And uh, before we went on the break, we were talking about the incident of you know child abduction and the abducting of children to convert them into a different religion. And right now we'll be talking about the one of the major news of the week. NBA withdraws Erufai as speaker at lawyers conference. So the top leadership of the Nigerian Bar Association has withdrawn the invitation extended to the Kaduna State Governor uh, to, deposit, to participate, participate <laughs> what's wrong with me, uh, in the association's forthcoming annual general meeting. In a resolution at the NBA National Executive Council meeting on Wednesday, the association said that, that the invitation to the Kaduna State gov Governor uh, to the 2020 Annual Journal Conference Planning Committee uh, be withdrawn by the decision uh, by and this decision will be communicated to the governor as the NBA tweeted on their handle. So before we go further, people need to know where this incident came from. So some lawyers uh, are we include, let's say, some lawyers and human, uh, let's say, rights watch activists were protesting the inclusion of Nasiru, uh, Governor Nasiru Erufai, because they said he has not done enough to end the killings in southern Kaduna. And they believe that his record for human rights and respect for the rule of law is very low according to them and they went ahead and said such a person should not be included in in this uh, annual meeting so maleng ali what's your take on the, this decision and the battle going on between malan nasiru and the nba all right uh, thank you for having me on the show and uh, i'm excited to be here again yeah um Ordinarily, that shouldn't be an issue. I mean, the, uh, the NBA is an independent body and decides uh, who it invites to come and speak at any of its functions and, and who shouldn't come. Uh, it's unfortunate that uh, this whole incident involving Man's National LFI has snowballed into uh, the kind of saga that uh, it has become. And uh, uh, it's almost become a scandal of a sort. Uh, that said, part of the reason why we have to be it, it has the whole issue has degenerated into the huge conflagration that it has become. Uh, it's not far from the political nature of um, uh, the kind of how Malam Nasser Al-Fahi has been maligned. It almost plays out as if he was uh, set up to be embarrassed in a way. Yes. Uh, I read the, the apology that was written by the NBA president, and it sounded to me more like the man, uh, he was referencing his uh, history of uh, interpersonal relationship with uh, Madame Elfai, mm. which he said it back to the 80s. And to me, it sounds more like trying to save a personal relationship than the NBA as a body apologizing to the governor. That's how it sounded more to me because, I mean, it's all easy and cheap talk to 
you know, blame the man for not doing enough supposedly uh, in the crisis that is happening in that state uh, uh, and then allow other speakers and some of the commentators have also made this observation, people like the former president, Yes, I was. Human rights record. Yeah, human rights record alone. If that is what the NDA is banking on, on stepping down the governor, then somebody like that should even be on that panel. Yeah, you know, I was. I was also um, surprised when they mentioned human rights, Mal Abdurrahman. And we have the likes of the governor of Portacot, Wike and Peter Obi. Wike, we know of his intolerance and the demolition of mosques uh, in Portacot that he did and also of people's hotels during the lockdown. We also know of Peter Obi. Peter Obi, when he was the governor of Ambra State, he was... He was. He had a habit of sending away non-indigents of the state, mainly the Hausa and the Yoruba, telling them to uh, go out of their states. And talk less of uh, uh, former President Olushengu Obasanjo, who does have a lot of stain in his hands. We know of the Odi massacre, the Zaki Biam uh, massacre by ordered by soldiers in Benue State, and if they are really uh, after let's say people with clean hands why should they leave those on the panel and exclude Malan Nasiru exactly that's the point it's pure politics uh, the man has been set up like I have said you know to be embarrassed on a very big scale what they could not get they couldn't find fault in him in terms of governance they couldn't find fault in terms of administering his state and how it's done so the way I look at it and certain individuals for example I saw a tweet uh, I don't know how genuine it is by, but by Reno Omokri who was saying that he's very happy about what has happened and he wishes he could come to the public and state how much of his own effort has gone into that. We also know that highly paid people, for example, like um, uh, Professor Chidi or Dinkalu, for example, who uh, have assumed a kind of southern dollar activist status when it comes to issues surrounding it. And the overstick that has surrounded all of the happenings around that area. One day, people are accusing genocide. I mean, mm. that's the kind of word people are dropping genocide. Genocide, genocide. You know, very heavy words like that about the things that are going on there. And this thing has been there for years, nearly four decades of all of the things that is happening there. You can go to the history, the record of each of the administrations that the government has had and check who has done more to try to bring about a lasting peace in that area. Yeah. Together. And we, we know of the incident. all of the committees that have been set up in the past and set up the white paper committee to try to implement some of the recommendations that have been put, put out there. Mm. You know, it's always been there. But you see, this part of Kedona State has become intractable because it has become um, a profit venture for a lot of people, whether it's political actors, whether it is people who call themselves activists, or all manner of people have become profiteers 
of the conflict that is happening there. And that's why, for instance, if you, you can just turn back the hands of time and look at when Sir Patrick Yakua of blessed memory was governor mm. of Kaduna State. Yes. That's part of the country, same as it was because it was their own son who was the governor. Mm. It is not the Yeah, and they were booing him, they were shouting him, they were, they were saying all sorts of things. And their flesh set ablaze. I don't know if you remember. It was yeah, we do remember. Longer. We do remember. Yeah, exactly. So that's the nature of the place. To now bring everything and then put it squarely on this man's head and try to, uh, to, to blame him for it and even bring him to a stage like this and then embarrass him tells you that there's more than meets the eye. In any event, what happens? It's like what somebody observed somewhere. If there is a security matter in every other place, Mm. People blame the federal government. If yes. there is a security problem in Kaduna State, people blame the governor. And all of these things happening, uh, you can also do the link, you know, to the recent comment by the former deputy governor of the CBM, uh, where he was, you know, making all manner of comments regarding that particular area. I am not isolating this whole development. You know, I see it as part of all of the schemes that have been arranged that is only playing out one phase after the other. Mm. Yeah, and also uh, we know a case where now we have seen uh, the NBA uh, of states have started to withdraw. We have seen the case of Jigawa, NBA withdrawing from the conference and also uh, the NBA of Bochi also withdrawing in protest to what has been done to Masaya Rufai. And what I would say is that Kaduna State is not um, is not uh, uh, the only state with, uh, let's say, ethno-religious crisis. You know, we have the case of Kazuna. Kazuna isn't uh, so safe. Um, Zamfara isn't so safe. Borno isn't so safe. But we don't hear anyone pointing the fingers at the governors at that state. And Mal Abdurrahman, why do you think um, Nasiru, Mal and Nasiru is a special case? Well, I, I think it's purely uh, political, uh, just to be straightforward. It's purely pro- political and none of, not even the NBA has uh, moral uh, capital to come forward to start uh, uh, pointing fingers on people and uh, claiming that there are a lot of uh, uh, insecurities or uh, misnomers happening in the society when they are the backbone of, of all the uh, misnomers and all the problems that we are facing in, in, in the country. You know, uh, one minute there is a criminal, next minute there is a lawyer, and before you know it, uh, there is no crime. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we have to face the reality here. The reality is that everything that is happening in this country mostly has something or two to do with uh, politics. So um, Nasir Erufai, that being said, Nasir Erufai being pointed um, as a, 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 a kind of, um, how would I put it, uh, uh, not uh, qualified enough. Yeah, not qualified for for the uh, conference or to speak in the conference of the uh, the NBA does not mean that the NBA is purely sent or they are they are purely pious or decent or modest. It only means that there is something political behind it, 
And as my brother Aliu said, um, this is quite something that means um, there is a target in the future which the political uh, players or role players in politics are trying to use all means to sub subdue or try to scuttle the strength of this uh, particular governor because uh, all all uh, indications shows that this man uh, in 2023 would have a very mighty role to play in the politics to come and mm. to whether we want it or not or whether we agree with it or not Nasir Arufai is a vital uh, role player in the northern political arena and once he's uh, he gets broken the north would have to be shaken it would, would mm. weaken so these things we we also need to consider all these factors because um if uh, you made mention of katina and sokoto mm. and other places that are facing insecurity and non non uh not the nba or any other uh organizations are talking about it um just recently there was uh, an ethno uh, ethno religious crisis or is it ethnic ethnicity crisis in ebony and uh, yeah and then the there was a clash between militia and uh, jtfs in bielsa in bielsa uh, again so and no no one and no one is saying anything about that. And yes, yes, we're, we're with you. Yeah, okay, yeah. And I was saying, for example, that in Gognoyi, week is River State. It's a place that has been overrun by activities of cultists and uh, other armed groups. Yes, you know, yes. You know, so in such a way that it's probably even more far worse than what's happening. But then again, let's not lose the point here. What is happening in Southern Kaduna is not acceptable. Let's let's stamp that. Let's not. Uh, yeah, let's, absolutely, know. absolutely. Exactly, it's not acceptable, um, and we do not support it, and we are not excusing it. You know, because I mean, uh, 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 somebody has to take responsibility for it at the end of the day. Mm. But what what we are standing against really is the sincerity, you know, of what has been done. And if things are to be apportioned, where it should go to, and uh, especially coming from uh, an an organization like the NPA, that mm. that should know when it comes to issues of uh, the rule of law, which it, it, it prides itself in promoting. And you mentioned about uh, states who have pulled out, and these are the issues that they made out of it. Yeah. That, I mean. This contravenes all that this association stands for. If you would not give a man fair hearing, if you will just take one-sided uh, view and then act on it in a manner that uh, they did, and that also raises the other question because when you look at what the NBA is saying, it's neck, which mm. obviously is influenced by senior lawyers, uh, some of them, you know, senior advocates. And uh, I also read the comment of somebody like uh, Femi Falana mm. uh, San, some of the issues, the position he took and what he has advanced. You then have to look at what is the relationship of Mr. Falana vis-a-vis the Kaduna State Government, which is headed by Manuel Elvai. Mm. So you see that this Kaduna State Government is in court, you know, prosecuting a client of Mr. Falana. Yes. You know, which is the IMN movement. 
Mm. So you have to look at all of that. You know, the Southern Kaduna, like I have said, is just a convenient excuse to use, but there are several undertones, and like Malama Graman has rightly referenced, you understand, the the calculation is also on the politics, or okay, whose wing can we cut down? Whose bidding can we do? Because that is what it looks like the NBA is doing now, more or less. Mm. You know, don't, don't forget. Um, Malagrufa is one of the people when you look at this administration, and I mean the government at the center that a lot of the people have uh, looked at very influential at what goes on there. And the NBA itself has not been spared of the anti-corruption crusade of this very administration. Yes. A lot of things have gone under for them. And then we know how all of these things happen, the litigation processes and uh, what some of these lawyers you know, are used to, it's no longer um, business as usual. So uh, they can find someone to vent their anger on. I mean, whatever is for them, it's just the yeah. appropriate. Yeah, you know, and, and the NBA leadership didn't really think this through. You know, they succumbed to the social media pressure from bullies. No, you know, now their house is caving in on itself. And I would say that it was a terrible, terrible uh, decision that they made. And now everyone, most of the lawyers uh, aren't even in support of them. So right now we'll be going on another break. And when we come back, we will discuss, give you an update on the two Lebanese that were arrested last week for laundering money, attempting to launder money out of Nigeria. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.